Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Two Bottles In, starring me, Philip Rag, our special guest, Maria Phelan. Hello. And Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh, my God, it's not that bad, is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Just a touch. <laughs> Somebody went out last night. Oh, I had the best night last night. Basically went to Camden, went to this thing called Ultimate Power. Power Ballads. Oh my God. Yay. It was basically an old school nightclub and they had a huge stage at the front. And it <laughs> stopped happening. What was, was it at the front? Oh my a God. huge stage, stage at the front. It was a stage. And, and it was just... Power ballads all night, so I did a lot of grabbing the air and pushing it out. Oh my god, it was amazing! So and lots of like banging your heart. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> As I said to you earlier, you forget how many. Power how many you know. you know, and all the words to all of them. I know. Yeah. I have to say, so many. I went as uh, so. It was one of uh, my cousin's friends, fortieth, and like all her <laughs> friends were like. How do you know all the words? Just do. I just like do. osmosis. You just yeah. yeah you absorb it. them, don't you? Question: What's your favourite power ballad? Oh, do you know what they played last night? I know it's not technically a power ballad, but I absolutely wet myself. Well, I didn't actually, but <laughs> but they played. Do you know, can you remember um, oh, what they called? Sis, not Scissors Sisters. Um, stay. Yeah. Oh, Shakespeare's, Shakespeare's Sisters. Oh. So oh my god! I had a meltdown oh when that god. came on. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. They, yeah, that's yes. an amazing song. So, so that's why I lost my voice. So, oh, anyway, we're going to try no. and get through this. It'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> so, Maria, you're here. Yes. So, welcome, our first guest. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we will is, is stop laughing at your voice at some point, but I don't know when that's going to be. <laughs> so, podcast listeners, to explain who Maria is... <laughs> Uh, me and Vix both used to work with Maria at a certain uh, HIV and sexual health charity. <laughs> yeah. Put the clues together. Um, and so we've known each other for... I reckon it's like nearly 10 years. It is, because, yes, it definitely is. Isn't because it? I'm leaving my job that I'm at now and it's been seven years, which was a shock to me. Which means we have known each other wow. yeah, for I... a decade. Yes, it's wow. a decade. Which it doesn't oh, feel like oh at my all. God. It's a miracle we're still alive. <laughs> I know. And still friends. <laughs> still friends, I know. The things that we've been through. The things we've been through, but do you know what we have a common factor in? Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes. So we thought, because it's episode four, and you yep. just heard me and Vic's ranting for three Hold on, hours. hold on, correction. You ranting... I don't rant. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Sounds like a prepubescent boy today. <laughs> well, it was either that or Pat Butcher. So no, Marge Simpson. Marge Simpson. Real yeah, nerd. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we thought it was time to get a special guest on, and this is um, there's a reason that we're doing it tonight. Yes, it's a big because night. Because this is Saturday night, and on Monday, Maria is moving to. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Damn, girl. Damn. Because somebody got a new job. I Woo-hoo. did. So, so you've had to watch... rush the special guest thing, but I'm excited yes. for you first. Well, naturally. We so, would what take you. were you doing and what are you going to be doing? So, where were you working? 
But I was working for an international HV organisation and I'm going to go and work for another one. So I'm quite oh. excited about that. But I get a whole relocation thing at the same time. Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to... But there, there, there's a slight difference in what you're doing though, isn't it? Because yeah. the, your, your job that you have now technically left... Yes. That was, uh, that was in a slightly different sort yeah. of sector. Yeah. It was more kind of policy and advocacy stuff. And yeah. now I'm going to be doing some funding stuff, which I'm excited about. So and and that and so with you moving to Amsterdam, um, this is more European, right? This is yes. this is focusing more on the European funding. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm just mostly excited about moving to Amsterdam. It's such a cool city. I know it's amazing. <laughs> I was there last last year for um, a meet a, a work meeting actually. And it was just one of those cities where it had such a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really exciting. Cool. Yeah, and everything's so chilled. Yeah. As long yeah. as I don't fall into a canal in my first week. Which, quick will... Maria, <laughs> that could happen. We are all quite worried. Maria does not have the best track record no. when it comes to things like this. She's quite Miranda-esque. <laughs> Miranda-esque. In her... Sort of challenged in the gravity yes. department. Yes, There's all different kinds of gravity going on. Yeah. <laughs> She falls and <laughs> injures herself quite yeah. frequently. If there's a tiny little twig on the floor, Maria will trip up over it. Yeah. So, um, so it's very exciting. So we voted to leave the EU, but you're going against that. You're I going know. towards it. I am. Me and my <laughs> cat. Stop this. <laughs> Stop just got this. his own EU passport. I know, that He's was amazing. <laughs> oh, he can travel the world now. I Look can. at him. An international cat, a mystery. (laughs) And how are you feeling about it? The move. It's the big shift. Yeah, I mean, I've been in London 15 years. I worked out. Me too. Have you? Yeah. And I don't know, like on the one hand, I'm like, oh, London's too big. I can't get around it. I hate it here. I need to go. And then the minute it happens, you suddenly look at London in a very different way and you think, oh my goodness, this is the best city ever. I don't want to leave. So I'm definitely nervous, but I think this is the perfect mix of new place, new start, exciting change, but I'm not that far away, so I can always come back. No, yeah, it's so easy for us so to get cool. to, which is good. Yeah, it's cheaper we... to get to you than... Going to Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. It's cheaper for me <laughs> north to of fly from Amsterdam to Manchester to see my family than it is for me to get the train from London. Oh, like oh it says so much about this stupid country <laughs> don't get don't get philip ranting about trains trains in particular don't know but it's also good that we can come and visit all the time <laughs> philip's coming in like a couple of yeah you've already months, yeah. six weeks or something and um and your partner's at a conference or something no He's, so he was yeah. a bit worried about would philip and i be able to fill our time together <laughs> in Amsterdam? and i was like Ooh. i think it's going to be fine i think you're okay. i think yeah. i think we will fill a day or two because we're going to go to museums and galleries and bookshops and, and we're going to have a really uh, lovely time. bars and cafes I was joking, we're going to be absolutely <laughs> hammered. We are going to jump into that canal together. <laughs> we can go to get our tetanus shots together afterwards. So that'll be a Absolute. nice bonding nice yeah. moment together. Yeah. So I think it's quite ample. <laughs> we will stop laughing at your voice. <laughs> it's difficult. I can't help it. I have been, I've tried to be so quiet today, so I'm going to get my voice back. So I'm going to do this. Have you doing like the Adele, you know, lemon, honey, ginger? Yes, I had hot water and honey earlier. Wow. And then I haven't spoken for two and a half hours. Wow. That's a record. <laughs> so, Maria, this is for you. Yay! Hey! <laughs> so, 
So tonight we're drinking, we have in special honour of Maria, <laughs> a Magnum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it, technically it's two bottles in one. Yeah. We've got two bottles in one. So, you know, it's from Tesco's. Yep. And it's £18 for the Magnum. And it's... I spared every expense. Yes. Every expense. I'm saying this is in honour of Maria, but she actually bought it, so... <laughs> So, Italia Plaza Centro Prosecco, Travisio. Travisio. So, here we go. And we also had shots before because it's a more subdued podcast because usually we are, you know. Yeah, we've normally been on it. But because somebody went out last night and has lost their voice, (laughs) we didn't have the kind of preparation time we would usually have. Um, so we had some shots of a lychee liqueur. Yeah, what, what, so I bought this in Lidl. It's actually quite nice. It's a little bargain. It's, uh, it's, uh, Vitazia China lychee liqueur. <laughs> it's got a very colourful Produced label. in Germany. <laughs> oh, the irony. Uh, okay, so that was seven ninety nine. 20%. Lidl. It was quite nice though because we may have had a shot already. Yeah, totally. That's and we've got others How big were those up. shots? A third of the bottle is gone. Oh, oh I've done... Oh, you've pre- done more. I've oh, pre-shotted. You've prepped, you've prepped, I was going to say. So, um... Okay. So, yeah, we're, um, we're on our way. We're on our way. We'll be fine. We always are. <laughs> right, you need to stuff it right Sorry. now. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's get on with the podcast. Yes. So. Okay, so... What's happened since the last podcast where there's been a, a day... Yeah. Mid-February. Yeah, the day of joy for many that are the, in couples. The invented card company Hallmark holiday. holiday. That is Valentine's Day. So, Maria, what did you do for Valentine's Day? We went to the restaurant we always go to, oh. which is this Polish restaurant in South Okay, first of all, say who we are. Oh, me and my lovely husband. Yes. My lovely husband, Gabe, who was downstairs. downstairs and a bit long-suffering. So he drove me here. <laughs> He's drinking water <laughs> while I get pissed and do a podcast with you. If you weren't married, I would say marry him. <laughs> yes. And then similarly for Valentine's Day, he got me a really nice card that he made himself <laughs> and took me to the same place we always go, which is this Polish restaurant in South Ken that's been there since the 20s called The Keys. Wow. Totally recommend What's it. What's it called? Da Keys. Da Keys. Very, In South Kent. Yeah, and it's very nice. But before that, we went to a, like, Prohibition-style bar where you have to knock on the door and you get met by a American detective and you have to present a case before you're allowed in the bar so you have to come with a case for him to solve so Gabe being Gabe got a bit overexcited (laughs) and he's an archaeologist by the way so he came with evidence in small bags that he'd written (laughs) and the guy was just like Right. I mean, you've really thought about this. And we were like, yes, we've got this trowel and we've got this human bone and we've got this. And it's all in bags and it's all evidence. And we'd like you to solve this actual mystery. And for a minute, I thought he thought, oh, my God, this is real. They've come with a murder. Yeah. They actually want me to solve a murder. He was probably like, all you have to do is say, we'd like to come in. Yeah. And, and so, he says, okay. And after about 10 minutes of this, he was like, guys seriously like you need to take these bags and just go into the bar so we did that and that was that was cool and so then where, so where was that that was also in south ken that and what's that called evans and peel and i recommend okay you, you need you need a story otherwise it won't let you in 
Wow, so do they no. prep you before you get... No. Oh get my no goodness, prep. you get no prep. No. Oh, so now to. we have just let the masses know yeah. that eel... Uh, what's it called? Evans and Peel. Evans and Peel. Well, you get told you have to bring a case, but I don't think you... I don't think you realise how how strict they are about this until okay. you get down there and the guy is basically like, you're not coming in until you give me something to solve. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. I think that would annoy me. I would just be like, I just had a drink! Well, sure. <laughs> I'd bring an actual physical case, though, but what's the case? Oh, that might go Sit down in. quite well. Yeah. Of course yeah. you would. Yeah. But yeah, I feel bad because he got me a nice card and took me for a nice dinner and I, f- I forgot to get a card and he's driven me here tonight. Wow. So he is. The You're best. a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky game. I know. And then, P.S. I'm moving to Amsterdam. Hey. Bye. <laughs> wow. Lucky boy. I know, I know. Oh, dear. Well, your that's Valentine's Day sound, that's really lovely. That's quite a traditional sort of, you know, couple of things to do. Whereas Philip and I had a little bit of a different. <laughs> <laughs> we spent Valentine's Day evening. In hospital. Oh, well, that's not, traditional. Not a bar called hospital. <laughs> no, it was an actual. Hospital. But to be fair, it was a private hospital and it was bloody nice. Private no. hospital. Yeah. yeah. You know you're in a good hospital when they've got a wine list. It's, a, it's like a mini bar. <laughs> no, it wasn't even a mini bar. You could order gin. Yeah, there was an actual menu in a hospital. You could order wine. There was spirits. You could order all yeah. sorts. It was like this is how the TV works. This is what to press if you've got an emergency, and this is the Sauvignon Blanc. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So let's. I think we need to explain why we were you there. You were there visiting a sick friend like Patsy and Eddie. Um, <laughs> our lovely friend Gavin, who's been mentioned before on the podcast, and we love Gavin. Had to go in for some surgery. Yes. And because my Valentine's Day, which I'll come on to, didn't really happen, um, we decided... But hold on, we we agreed, and like we said on the last podcast, that we were going to spend Valentine's Day together yeah. anyway. Oh, yes, because it was... Because your boy was in the, middle of, in the middle of a river somewhere. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. we were going to spend... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He, he enjoyed that. Okay, that's yeah. So we we uh, we were going to spend Valentine's together anyway, but it ended up that our friend Gavin was going into hospital. So Philip and I have done our good deed. <laughs> it's just too funny. Okay, well, do you know what you start? You explain <laughs> no, that because I can't talk. So he was only in hospital. It was just an overnight stay. Keyhole surgery. Yeah. And so we um, picked up some treats and. I, this was really late, so I picked up the treats, and I was just like, what do you get for someone who's in hospital? So, <laughs> what do you get for someone that's in hospital grapes. whilst you're shopping <laughs> in London Bridge Station? So, <laughs> grapes. So, grapes, yes. We've got grapes. Yes. We've got, well, We've got lots grapes. of sweet, oh, I've got lots of sweet Percy things. Percy pigs. Percy pigs, and uh, international Percy pigs. Oh, yes, you did. Oh. We were very um, inclusive. <laughs> And then the National Enquirer um, and... Closer or something. What did you the buy? Magazine, Now magazine. It was only there for one night. <laughs> um, but then, we and, had, then you got something for us as well. And because it's us, we also got two bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> to visit someone in hospital. In hospital. So yeah. we went into this hospital. I walked in first. <clears throat> and I was like, <clears throat> hello, we are here to see Gavin. And so this one behind me hit hiding the Prosecco. I know. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> it's like down was down the trousers. It was like walking into a hotel. Mm. Yeah. You feel like you were in a hospital. Very mm. nice. And, um, and then obviously Gavin couldn't drink. 
No. He had literally, by the time we got to his room, he had come out of surgery like 20 minutes before. Yeah. So he was still kind of coming out of his anaesthetic. And then you guys are there with some grapes. And, and we're like, And then he woke up like, Judy Roberts has put weight on, according to the National Enquirer. <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, oh, shh. Yeah. And then... Then we had to go and ask for glasses. I had to go and ask for <laughs> some glasses from a nurse. And she's like, why do you need glasses? And I was like, oh, just for some water. And then we cracked over some Prosecco. We did. Which we drank. Which we drank. We had one bottle, though. We were quite yeah, restrained. Yeah, we, we were quite restrained, actually. But that was just because we were fear of that crazy nurse coming back in. Yeah, there was, like, crazy nurses. and um, But the best thing was afterwards... Get in the train. Oh God, yes. It was sort of like Valentine's couples, <laughs> and there was one woman who was on the phone, just cutting out whoever she'd been out with. That was just like, oh, Valentine's Day is beautiful. Because didn't you have a Valentine's Day a few years ago where you and Gabe went for dinner and you hardly spoke to each other because the couple on the yes. next table were splitting this, up. This restaurant. Every time we go to this restaurant. This year, it was pretty chilled. But every time we go to this restaurant, something weird happens. And you sit. You know, you know there's like posh places where you end up sort of sitting almost on the lap of the person next to you. Yeah, the tables are so near, so, aren't they? So you can, you can hear everything that people are saying. And two tables down from us, this couple had this huge fight. And it kind of escalated. And everyone around them got quieter and quieter as we were all basically listening in. And at some point, she, uh, I think she said to him, so you're saying you don't love me anymore. And he basically said, yeah. And she stormed out the no. restaurant. And we were all like, oh. so she storms out the restaurant. He then pays and leaves. But they left their wine and it was quite expensive. So the couple <laughs> next to us, we all split it because we yeah. it. <laughs> it's paid for. So, oh. you know, it worked now out well for us. That's the true meaning of Valentine's Day. Yes, exactly. Feasting off other people. I can remember one year when I was doing stand-up comedy, I knew this comedian called Simon Kane, And it was on Valentine's Day. I don't know if it was Valentine's Day, but he was live. He's very active on Twitter. He was live tweeting a breakup on a train that he was overhearing. To the point where they started arguing over who was going to keep the dog. <gasps> On a train. How long was yeah. the trip? <clears throat> it oh was fantastic. I was just refreshing all the time. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> I need to get out more clearly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh. My Valentine's Day. So I was supposed to see my boyfriend. did not see the boyfriend. So I waited. Yeah, you, the... you, you had a delayed. Yeah. I, I was, so I thought, well, uh, I will get a card. And the card never came. Oh my god, yes, I forgot. But that, so, okay, but, we, but you've, not, sol- you've solved it. You've solved the mystery. Solved it. You yeah. just got my address wrong. So whoever lives at, I've not got nearly sold my address then. <laughs> um, whoever lives at number 18 and I live at number 81, I want my Valentine's card, please. I want my Valentine's <laughs> card. Um, so he's going to send me another one. Okay, well, that's good. But the Maybe tricky thing is you can't buy you. a Valentine's Day card. After Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's quite difficult. So Maybe you have to make it like Gabe. Surely moonpig.com could provide yeah. such a service. He told me what the card was, so it's yeah. ridiculous. We can see yeah, his brilliant <laughs> cards. So it was a picture, like an emoji, emoji yeah. of a shit. <laughs> The poo, the poo emoji. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the card said, you're the shit. 
It was pretty cool. There's some love in there somewhere, but comparing me to feces <laughs> is not the quickest way to my heart. All right. But, um, but yeah, so he said it again. He should be posting it right now, so hopefully on Monday. I'll well, when he be... listens to this, you know, he'll be reminded. Yeah, if he hasn't posted yeah, it, then, yeah. then, then now, well, now is go. the time. He's had enough guilt. He's had enough guilt. <laughs> wow. Well, so there you go. So yeah. Valentine's Day was a little different for all of us. So Valentine's Day can go and fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so talking about things that can go fuck themselves. <laughs> this, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Well, it, I think we should go to one of our, our sections. We should, sections. Go to, <clears throat> we should go to Room 101. Room 101, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so Room 101. Basically, we started this last episode. Uh-huh. I know. Which my boyfriend doesn't like us doing because he thinks you're just stealing Oh, the, the show. show. Yeah, but you, right, you're, it's, you're it's a grumpy inspired. git. You need to do it's this. It's inspired by the show. <laughs> we just happen to be using exactly the same title. Um... So, what's your... Do you want to say what your room one is? Mine? <clears throat> so, I would say... I've been thinking about this a lot. And uh, I would say people who can't make a decision. Oh. Why can't you make a decision? It is, yeah. It's the most annoying thing. It's very annoying. People who are scared of making decisions. You, you, life is so short. You should be able to like risk you know you should you should go out and just make that decision i don't see why like it's not like you're jumping into like a concrete bath like <laughs> it's just where are we going for dinner tonight yeah where are we going for dinner you know people say oh i don't mind that's fine i get that like i don't mind but if i say to you okay well i've got these three decision three play options choose one oh no i could i, I couldn't do that oh just all the people that can't choose what they want off the menu at the restaurant yeah. And the waiter is right there and you're like, just yeah. just choose it. So why do you think, I mean, for me, I don't know whether that comes from, is it a lack of self-confidence, do you think? It depends on the decision. No, I've had boyfriends like that before where it was literally no decision. I don't mind. I don't mind. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> strap on a pair and tell me to go somewhere. I will go. I don't really know what I eat or drink, but you have to have a say in this. But why do people feel... I mean, I think the the key thing for me is, like, people need to feel empowered with the things that they decide, and whatever comes next, you either hold your hand up and say, do you know what, I tried it, it failed, yes. or it didn't go right, and I'll learn from it. Mm. You know, <clears throat> a lot of people should have more confidence and feel more empowered about their decision-making. Yeah. I do it all the time, and I'm not saying that I'm the most perfect person, but when you make a decision, own it. I know. And Own it, that decision. And it can be quite sexy as well. Yeah. And it's like, you know what you want. Yeah. Whereas if someone's just bumbling around going, well, I don't... Ah! Mm. But I think it comes with age as well. I think the older you get, the more assured you are of who you are, what your values are, and how you can make a decision. But, you know, I just, I genuinely feel sorry for people who can't make a decision. There's a bravery to it. I mean, if you make a decision and you own it and you go for it and it doesn't work out, then yeah, sure, you know, you you kind of have to own that. But I think I wouldn't want to go through life personally regretting things I didn't do. So exactly. I would rather Absolutely. go for it and, and, and just try and make it work and make those decisions and say, you know what, it's not the easiest thing ever, but I've decided it. I'm going to give it a go. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I don't, I really don't want to turn around in like five years time and be like, 
Okay. I should have taken. I should. I should have done that. I should have taken that job in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, at this huge crossroads <laughs> right now. But it's like, Who knows? But I figure, why not? When, yeah. When, Even if when, someone when says else? it's going to be really difficult, yeah. it's only going to be difficult. It's not impossible. It's not going to kill you. No. Um, you know, when I started doing stand up. Yeah. Which is fucking scary. Yeah. It was it a big decision. It wasn't going to kill me. No, but you... I mean, I died a few times on stage, but it didn't <laughs> kill me. Um, and made me a better person because... Well, cause you I could always now look back it, and be like... Yeah, you always wanted to do I it. I did it. I was so proud of you when you decided to do it. And, this, that, that, and that's what you kind of want to say to people that can't do that. It's like... If you do do this, you are going to look back and you are going to be so proud of yourself. You're going to be a stronger person. You're going to, um, you know, high five yourself. You know, I always think in life, life is so short, but life is so amazing. And what you should always do is if you think about when you're on your deathbed and you're sat there thinking about your life, like, do you want, would I regret the decision I'm making right now? Oh. The fact that I'm exploring or I'm daring, I'm risking, I'm, da- mm. you know, you don't want to be sat and go, well, I was sat at home, like, being well behaved. Yeah. Exactly. You're not going to, that's, you're not going to, that's going to be a regret. You want do, to go out. Or people who live life through their parents. Yes. Like, oh my goodness, yes. And you're like, you do know that, trying to do things sorry to be on a dark side, but at some point, they're going to die. Yeah. You're still going to be here. Yeah. Are you going to be like, oh, well, I'm really glad that I made those two dead people happy. Don't, hey. but, but it goes beyond parents. Don't make a decision based on what other people might think of you. Yeah. You've or got to look within. the impact is going to be on Absolutely. Them. You know, don't wear something because you think your other friend, your friends are wearing it or they think you should be wearing it. Do something for you. Yeah. Always do it for you. And you I know. think there's a certain age, I don't know what the age is, for me, it's been the last few years where I just don't give a shit anymore. Mm. I really don't give a crap what people think. I just couldn't care less. If someone doesn't like me, yep. it used to destroy me. I used to be like, oh, why, why don't they like me? I'm like, oh, they just don't like me. It does not matter. It's like when people go for jobs, <clears throat> when you go on a date, you're constantly trying to please the other person. Mm. Why? Mm. They should be impressing you at the same time. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's two-way person. If, if, if you haven't got that job... That company or that charity or whatever is not right for you because your values are not the same as those people's. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you wouldn't enjoy your job. Yeah. No. You should never think like that. When you're on a date, you shouldn't think, I sh- I've got to, like, bend or, you know, shoehorn myself into what this guy wants me to be. You yeah. should never do that because I'm never going to be anyone else but me. Mm. And it's living mm. a-, a lie if you do. And also, like, with jobs, like, I've left jobs before, like the charity that we worked at, it was like yeah. 10 years, Yeah. and there was just a moment, <coughs> yeah, over a course of about a month, where I just started to realise, I'm not happy. No. I'm just not happy, I don't like going to work anymore, mm. and I said to my mum, because I do talk to my mum about everything, like classic gay boy, <laughs> um, I said, oh mum, I'm thinking about quitting. And she's like, are you insane? <laughs> Pension and all of this stuff and all the benefits you get. And I was like, I'm not happy. And she's like, oh, right, well, quit. Because Do that's it. what all parents want, is for you to be happy. And if you just say you're not happy. And you're not going to, um, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be any good at work. If you're turning up every day defeated, 
before you've even sat down. What's the point? You Absolutely. Know? And, and that's do the what best, you want to do. And that was the best decision I ever made. Yeah, life is your your life. You only get one go at this. I mean, our lovely friends, Camilla and Chris, right? Mm. They had flourishing careers and they both stopped to go travelling, didn't they? Yeah. What an amazing decision and what an incredibly brave one to do. But they've gone travelling and they've, they have grown from it and and learn from it it's an amazing opportunity do what you want it doesn't matter what age you are where you live what you do who you are you know believe yeah. in yourself and what you want to do yeah i agree i think it's so important yeah <laughs> there you go the yeah. <laughs> i've just like taken up so much time sorry about that it's fine it's just hilarious <laughs> to your voice <laughs> When I thought about Room 101, <clears throat> I was going to put wooden cutlery in Room 101. Oh my god, I hate wooden cutlery! What the fuck? Oh, is those spoons! Why? And those Why? forks! Why? First of all, when you put it yes. in your mouth, oh, it's like chalked down a. Oh, and secondly, how wanky! Just plastic cutlery. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? It's like kind of, it's kind of, it's trying to be too good for itself. Mm-hmm, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's above its station. Like oh, uh, do you know what? Well, I want to clink on that. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, clink yeah. on bloody. Also, but following on from that, like, I like my food on a plate, not a slate, not a piece of oh, wood. Yeah, like oh. a chopping board or something. Oh, those so places. The worst thing about the slate though is when the poor guy has to come and try and get it off the table. Yeah. And you're trying all to trying to push it, and he can't pick it up. So you spend twenty minutes with the waiter, being like, "I'm sorry about this as well." All of you trying to pick it up. I mean, it's awful for everyone. Just a, a plate. A friend of mine put a one. picture on Instagram the other day. He'd gone for a cup of coffee, and they served the coffee, and he was drinking in, and the, it didn't have a handle. How do you? What? It didn't have a handle. So you so just. It was just like a bowl of coffee. It's like, welcome to our cafe and uh, have fun scolding yourself. So, so what do you have to sort of lean forward and kind of slurp it out of the... Drink it like some... I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Either burn your hands or wait till it's cold. I know change could be a good thing, but sometimes I just want a knife and fork and a plate. <laughs> and a cup with a hand. Oh, it's and very Yorkshire of you. I, well, oh, no, yeah, I'm getting so old. Yorkshire. I'm getting old. Change is bad. Change is bad. <laughs> Change no change can be good, but yes, some things can be just for right, if it ain't stupid broke, reasons. If it ain't broke, yeah, uh-huh. don't try and be cool. It's not worth it. Seriously, no. Anyway, so wooden cutlery. That was. <laughs> I don't know what Frank Skinner would say about that, but I think know. we put it in room one hundred and one. I would. Def- no I'm, I agree, Maria. Yeah. No I would. It t- doesn't taste nice. It's like licking the lollipop stick. And then yes. all your food gets stuck to it as well. Yes. Have you noticed that? So yeah. you're like, well, f- no. I, the no. only time it's acceptable is fish and chips by the sea. I wouldn't even say that. Mm. No fingers. Oh. fingers, fingers, absolutely. No, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Philip, what's yours? Mine's quite. Detailed. Oh, <laughs> oh no! So this is going to be the rest I'm of the just podcast. Say my piece. Okay, short, okay. short, short, sweet. Short my thing is um, gay men that don't like camp gay men. Oh, that's interesting. I like back in the days when I was on the apps, on the grinder, on the scruff, on the god knows what else I was on. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be guys that would say, no femmes, no camp guys, no this, no that. And you get it a lot in gay bars and clubs as well. Just guys that sneer 
at camp guys and I um, yeah, I've been known to be a little bit camp stop that yeah but I, w- I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> class you as camp and I just the only thing I want to say is that um, none of the rights that gay men have were gotten by straight acting gay men yeah, all who's, of the who's, rights who's started every those battle riots? has started with drag queens transgender women yeah yep. And, you know, you have to be loud and outrageous to get the rights that you want. That's if you the want to way be the world works. Yeah. So, you know, it just pisses me off that there's these guys on apps saying, no camp guys. And it's like, if we hadn't done, or they got hadn't done what they'd done, you wouldn't have this app. You yeah. wouldn't be able to do the things that you do that you take for granted every single day. Without the minces and the queens. And so... And I can say minces. And etc. But it just really fucks me off. And like people that yeah. say about Alan Carr, Graham Norton, Julian Clary... Oh, they bring shame on the community. No, they don't. They are groundbreaking. They bring a spotlight yeah, on the community. Yeah, they're accessing... And, you know, at one point... A couple of years ago, Friday night, primetime TV was Graham Norton, Paul O'Grady, Alan Carr. So people are choosing to watch this, whether they're laughing at them or laughing with them. I don't care. It's about visibility. Normality. Getting it out there. Yeah. So stop slagging off the queens. <laughs> I guess in... Okay, so yes, yeah, so stop slagging them off. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to their own choice of person, but exactly. don't negatively slander yeah. them. And also straight acting. For God's sake. That's ridiculous. What, what's How straight, straight, what, what is straight acting, though? That's how some gay guys describe themselves. I'm like, how straight acting are you when you've got but a I dick don't, in your I mouth? I don't get... Because, I mean, I don't know about you, Maria, but for girls, like, how could we straight act compared to mm. gay, gay girls? I've no idea. I have no idea. It's a... You can't be straight act... I mean, uh, I suppose they mean that they're not, you know... Mincing down the street and going, yeah, Scar, whack! But you're still taking a D in the mouth, so that's not very straight acting, is it? Uh, yeah. No, I think Sorry it's more, to be it's, it's more being more understanding of different communities and different people. Yeah. Well, it's about solidarity, eh? Like, yeah. We have to support yeah. each other. Absolutely. We're in a minority. Even, if we yeah. start picking and, you know. In each it, other and kind of tearing each other and apart. And it does happen. Then... The gay community is one of the worst for that. Well, the women's rights movement's the same. Look, we tear each other apart too. Absolutely. And yep. we need to be accepting and supportive of each other's choices. How diverse we all are, yeah. because yeah. that's what makes that diversity. us... Exactly, that's what makes us great. And if we're stronger that we are together, then we make a change. Absolutely. This kind of stuff, exactly. you know, it pisses We've me got enough people like, coming yeah. for us without coming for each other. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that's... Okay. Anyway, that could have been a huge thing, but I'm done. I was quite impressed with that. That was I'm that done. was impressive. That wasn't a Southern Rail rant. That was pretty good. No, I know. And it wasn't wooden cutlery, which I now feel is a little bit, you know, I don't know, uh, just insignificant. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why not back last episode? We did it. Like, I, I was bananas, for God's sake. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. She's yeah. going bananas. Maria knows about my phobia, yeah. so that's fine. So, okay, so if we're, we're talking about diverse culture <laughs> okay my voice is getting worse i'm not gonna lie oh my lord there is one community that we all adore this is 
are wonderful drag queens that, that we, we all adore Delano. Adore Delano. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have mixed feelings about Delore. Adore. Delore. Adore. Uh, yeah, so last weekend, so we recorded this on Saturday night, so last Friday, yes, me and the Vixtron went to see Bianca Del Rio. Bianca Del Rio! Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan, at the Troxy in London. Yep. Supported by the amazing Myra. Oh, she was so good. Myra Dubois. Yep. Um, and it was sensational I was going to say sensational sensational that was the word I was going to use it was so good oh it really was and I think because obviously we saw her over a year ago now yeah at the Clapham Grand yeah and that was very raw it was it was very raw this was perfection it was seamless there was a theme there was a thing running through it yeah everything that I love about good stand up yeah at a beginning a middle and end and it was just like being repeatedly punched in just the Just really good. And would you know what's so funny though? Because I came out again, not quite this bad, but I came out with a hoarse voice. Because every two minutes on average, she had a drop the mic moment. Mm. Literally every two minutes you're like, no, what did you just, oh my God. What did you just say? Oh, it was so amazing. It, it was, was so brilliant. good. And she's doing so well. She is incredibly proud of her. Yeah. Incredible. So that was one night of the Troxy, but she did a total of three nights of the Troxy. Yeah, because she had to additional dates. 2,000 seats. That's 6,000 people that saw in London. And then she did Belfast. She's been touring, hasn't she? Glasgow and Edinburgh. What was really fascinating, though, I think, when we went last year, I was probably one of the fewest women in that audience. There was very, very, very few women. Whereas this time... Like, there was a couple, uh, uh, there was a woman uh, in front of us with her mum. Oh, that's amazing. There were so many more women, and it, it just, it, was, it made me actually really quite happy to see her extending her audience and finding, like, new people, because she's incredibly inspiring in a way, but she's also very real, you know, and yeah. she knows how to throw shade, but in a good way. Oh, it, she's just, of all the queens, and there's been over 100 now in RuPaul's Drag Race. But yeah, she's very different. She was talented very before. Unique. She was yeah. a seasoned queen. And I think the TV Which show... Which season was she? She, she was season, season six. six. Yeah, season six she won. And it's just enhanced what yes. she was doing. So mm. she was doing yeah. this same show, probably, in a bar in New York. And now she's With doing it all over maybe. the world yeah. for thousands of people. Yeah. Um... And not many of the drag queens that have graduated from RuPaul's Drag Race have gone on to that level. To that level. I think she's the only one. She's yeah. the only one with a Netflix movie, for God's sake. Hurricane Bianca. <laughs> and she's, get, she's getting a second one. Hurricane Bianca too. She's getting a second one. The Revenge. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what The Revenge will be, babe. But, yeah. So, but um, she also had an amazing support act. Myra was Myra incredible. Myra Dubois, the finest thing to come out of Rotherham since... Heidi High's portrait. Oh, so funny. Um, and, yeah, I I know Myra. Do you? I Hold know on. Myra. How do I not know this? I know Myra. How have you not told me this? I do. I won't, yep. I won't okay. say her real name, but um, one of my many, 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 many ex-boyfriends um, was good friends with her, so I kind of met through him. Okay, and, um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, we're not, like, close friends, but whenever I see her, she'll have a little nod and a hello. Yeah, like, hi, how are you? Um, but it's amazing to see how she is taking over the scene and being 
just amazed that she supported Bianca on three London dates and then I think Bianca asked her to do Cardiff as well. So to go from doing shows at the Two Brewers and the Vauxhall Tavern for a few hundred people to 2,000 people at the Troxy yeah. and the same in Cardiff and holding that audience... And, and also being the support excellent. as well. Yeah, like, yeah. There were people at the bar, there were people... Mm. Everyone seemed to be watching that show and killing themselves laughing. She was excellent. And she... we're going to go and see her... In April. In April. She's performing on the 9th of April at the Leicester Square Theatre Main House. Yeah, so hour. we'll be there. Come join us. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great night. Great night. It was. And then obviously we had we had a weekend of it, didn't we? Yeah, just when we thought, what should we do tomorrow night? Just to be on Del Rio. Let's go and see Lady Bunny. <laughs> oh my god, I've oh, never no. so I because Lady Bunny isn't a RuPaul drag race drag drag queen. I did not know about Lady Bunny. I, I knew no. about her and well, I don't her. know about Lady Bunny. Okay, so tell so, me. Okay, so basically, and this is coming from my, you know, Naive. Am I going to contradict it? <laughs> probably, probably. But so Lady Bunny was this 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 uh, this character that kept being mentioned by Bianca by RuPaul on the show, and I didn't know who Lady Bunny was, and I, you know they were they were kind of throwing shade at her, but then they were kind of like saying how amazing she was, and so Philip said, you know, we're going to go see her. So obviously I wanted to go. I have never been so dry mouthed at a drag show. My mouth was open in awe of this woman, the, the, this woman, this, this drag queen. She was incredible. Yeah. She was old school, but she was real and she was there. She was present. She was political. She was funny. She was talented. She could sing. She was vile. She was vile, but she was amazing. She was so vile. Oh, she was passionate and t- just eloquent, but... And then she had laryngitis, didn't she? She had, yeah, she cancelled the two shows before we went to see her. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Absolutely amazing. My understanding of Lady Bunny is that she started off around the same time as RuPaul Mm -hmm. in Atlanta, I think. And then they they moved... God bless Atlanta! They moved to New York together. So they started at the same time. That's 30 years at least. Mm -hmm. Um... Lady Bunny, she's not just a drag queen, she's a DJ as well, so she's yeah, DJing she, she tomorrow got... night at Horsemeat Disco. Yeah, she is. Um, and my friend Pete <laughs> messaged me the morning after we went to see her. He mm. was like, how is Bunny? And I was like, she was vile, she was disgusting. Everything that came out of her mouth made me feel physically sick. She was offensive. <laughs> Ugh! She was fabulous. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. The things that came out of that queen's mouth were... But it was honest. It was real it was and honest. honest. And, and it... that's what... The, she was saying things people didn't want to say. Yeah. That's what was the, amazing. So the show is called Trans Jester. Yeah. And it's sold out. It's run at the moment. But she's coming back in June and July for another three weeks of shows. Um, you should go and see it. Um, but a lot of her stuff was about... Um, political correctness and yes. how insane it's got up. And um, a lot of the stuff about transgender issues in America right now, which are even more relevant with what Trump's done now with the bathroom issue. Did yeah. you see Caitlyn Jenner's tweet? Yes. 
Yes, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner, a little bit too late to the party, honey. Someone else tweeted back, I saw it, it was very funny. It was something along the lines of... Um, it was the leopard eating yes. face. Yeah. Because, but not my face, someone yeah. said, who voted for the leopard eating face party. It and was then, like, and well, then sure. shocked when a leopard eats your face. <laughs> yeah, so Caitlyn Jenner's um, Republican and she's asked Donald Trump to call her in a tweet about the transgender bathroom issue. When we all have transgender bathrooms in our homes, it's a bit strange. So anyway, yes, true. No. Um, but yeah, Lady Bunny, um, she's back in June and July. Um, these shows are sold out. She's coming back. Absolutely fantastic. I would recommend it to Amazing. everybody. Absolutely 90 everybody. 90 minutes of pure joy. And one of my favourite bits, apart from her talking about sucking her dead dad's oh, dick. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why my mouth was dry, because you're sat there shocked at everything she's saying. It was so amazing. But also, um, before she came on, she has like a TV oh, screen so, behind her. That was so good. And yeah. they played Joan Rivers on Fashion Please. Oh, it's so Roasting yeah. Lady Bunny. And um, it was beautiful. It, and it was. Kind of, there was a kind of a, an air atmosphere in the room where people went, oh... We miss you, Joan, because it was full of gay men and straight women, basically, that audience. Um, but it was very sweet to have Joan back. And uh, that obviously proves how um, well-regarded Lady Bunny is. If if you get roasted by Joan Rivers, you've obviously done something I wrong. Think, I think comedy and the way that, you know, Lady Bunny does comedy is, is it's so real and it's really honest, you know, and that's what I think makes her special. Yeah, you know? she says a lot of things that people... Are thinking, but would never dream to say. But and and you yeah. agree with it. <laughs> you, you do. Not out loud you said there and you're not. Yeah, yeah, but you agree with it. So, <clears throat> okay. So talking about comedians who say it how it is. It's another segue. <laughs> I may not have a voice, but I can still segue. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. What would Beyonce do? Yeah. What would Beyonce do? <laughs> so for people that do not know. Because a lot of people don't, and they should. Um, I'll start at the beginning. So, yep. five years ago, 2012, I was doing yeah. a show at the Edinburgh Fringe Name Festival. Name dropping, yeah, go on. <laughs> and I had a night off, and I went to see this show by a comedian called Louisa O'Milan. 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 Um, <laughs> and her show, the thing with Edinburgh Fringe is it's all about the name of the show. The name of the show has to grab you. Yeah. And the name of her debut solo hour was What Would Beyonce Do? It was in a tiny room above a pub. And I went to see it. It was fantastic. I think I went to see it one of the first nights before the reviewers had been in. I think two nights later the reviewers came in. She got five-star reviews across the board. She was turning away. From that point on, for the rest of the festival... A hundred people a night have been turned away. Amazing. And she has been touring that show. But didn't they have to have Brader as well? They had to give they her had a to larger give her a venue. Bigger venue. Yep. Um, and she has been touring that show for the last five and a half years. She's wow. written another show since then called Am I Right, Ladies? Um, and the big news that's why we're talking about her now is that she recorded it for the BBC. <gasps> Brilliant. At the Clapham Grand, I, and I, it's now available. It was filmed for BBC Three, which is obviously online now, and it's available on iPlayer. 
And so I have seen it, I think I've seen it three or four times now. I love it that much. But then I told Vix about it, um, with Vix's Tinderella single ladies mm-hmm. extravaganza. Yep. I thought it would be very empowering. <clears throat> and it was. And so, well, do you want to talk about your experience watching it? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I love comedy and, and I think stand-up's one of the most unique ways of enjoying comedy. And her, so this Clapham uh, grand performance that she gave was incredible. You know, she went very, very real, but then she was absolutely hilarious. So she took it to a place where she could talk about really quite serious issues. Yeah. Well, she talks about her husband, uh, husband her, her, her brother, brother committed, attempting attempted to commit, suicide. Yeah. Right. In and a stand-up show. Yeah. That's a risky game. It's insane. And then she talks about her depression and she talks about, you know, women, how they try and please men and how they beg men to be in the relationship, which you'll get if you've yeah. seen it. And that, to me, just rung so true to the point that there was points where I actually welled up. Yeah. When you're watching it, because you're like, yeah! Because it's not oh stand-up. My God. I don't no. think it's stand-up. Because she acts in it, and she improvises, and she plays different parts, and she tugs at your heartstrings. She does. And it's, it's also massively empowering. So the whole point of the show is called What Would Beyonce Do? And it's basically her talking about a, a series of life situations where she ends up at the lowest ebb. Yeah. And looks up to the sky and says, what would Beyonce do? Mm. And the whole show has um, little interludes of Beyonce songs. So it's yes. not... The show is not... If you're a Beyonce fan, go and see the show. Yeah. It's not about Beyonce. No. She says herself during the show, this is not about Beyonce. This is more my Adele's 21. Because she's talking about breakups and depression and pain and all the things that you look for in a stand-up comedy show. <laughs> But she does it so geniusly well, and it's also about the atmosphere that she creates with the audience. So yeah. she um, doesn't do what we, what would Beyonce do very often now, but she will always do it on Valentine's Day. Invite all the single ladies. It's usually, I think it's at the Kentish Town Yeah, it's somewhere up north, forum. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll get a DJ. Yeah. She will get a red carpet. She will get a photographer. So all the single ladies can come and just have this amazing night um, and it's just a party atmosphere like when you arrive she's on stage there's no kind of mm. big opening she's there dancing with you and the she's DJ's an incredibly inspiring person as a woman you know you, you, you look towards these you know you look to these inspirational people and actually she comes from a very humble background she, yeah. she has gone through the things that everybody has been through but she makes it real and she makes you realise that actually you're a human being. You deserve the right to be strong, to be happy. Yeah. And you shouldn't like expect other people to give you the happiness. You need to find it yourself. Exactly. And, and that and is she's the key done message. It. She's done this. She's had yep. this successful show. She has no agent. No. Nope. no PR. Yep. This is all done through social media because she has just created this mammoth show. Um... And when I was at yours on Thursday night, I showed you a tweet because she she gets very excited about yeah, people being did. very supportive of her oh. show. And Dawn French tweeted 
this amazing tweet going, you have to watch this show. This woman is an utter gem and it's heartbreaking and hilarious and everything like that. And, you know, I love Dawn French, but imagine a female stand-up comedian of her age, like Dawn French would mean the world to her. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have someone with the stature of Dawn French saying, you have to watch this show, that... It's amazing. It just um, does it. So you should all watch it. It's on iPlayer. It's Louisa Omilan. Yeah, we no, absolutely um, no, implore you. Omilan, <laughs> what would Beyonce do? Absolutely. I completely agree. Uh, just over an hour and it's well worth it. Yeah, more than more than single ladies should do it. Everybody should watch it. It's Everyone incredible. should do it. Men, straight men should do it. Gay yeah, men should do absolutely. it. It's got messages for everyone in there. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> Why do I always have to do this? Okay. Because so. you have the most hilarious voice. <laughs> okay, so maybe. Well, yeah, speaking of. Uh, I'm a single artist, I'm a single artist, I'm a single artist, uh, How are things with you and the world of Tinder Bumble? <laughs> Fadge, whatever it's called. Twinge. Twinge. Oh my god, it was... Hinge. Hinge. Twinge. Twinge. What's Hinge? Oh, Oh, I need need the background. She has a rainbow. I have a range of apps. Of um, This is an app? Trying to find happiness apparently comes through a name of a number of apps that are named ridiculous names. Hinge. Hinge. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hinge is another one of those dating apps where basically Hinge, you have to, uh, like... Do it yourself. It basically asks you a hundred questions, like, you know, have you been to this location? Do you like this kind of food? What do you do when your time's hot? You know, like, they give you all these things. So it's, and then they match you people who have the same answers. Yeah. It's right. not very You end up good. on a date with a fish-eating Justin Bieber fan. So it, <laughs> basically, basically... It feels like basically. a game of battleships, except you get a date... <laughs> Exactly, but then it's like if you answer the same as the person, I don't want the same. I may as well have a wank in a mirror. (laughs) What's the point of that? Oh, do you like that? Yeah, me too. Do you like that? Yeah, me too. Great day. I want to kind of have a bit of a conversation. Hold on, hold on. You do want a little bit of me too, me too. Yeah, but not if it's like you want all the same boxes. (laughs) You still have nothing to say to each other. Are you a Scorpio? Yeah. Are you a Scorpio? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like cheese? Me too. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Maria, Maria, you and I love cheese. Oh, that's true. Oh, we need to high five. I love a bit of cheese. Is <laughs> that a reason to... We should go on a date. We should date. That is not a reason to Sorry, date Gabe. someone. Do you like cheese? Do you want to go on a date? <laughs> I mean, you know, it could end beautifully. All right, hold on, hold on. My ex, I met online, and the reason why I contacted him was because he said he was a cheese and Marmite lover. Okay, and can I also remind you that he's your ex? <laughs> <laughs> you are not still together. No. It doesn't work. No, okay, okay. Do you like beans? I like beans. Do you like beans? I like beans. <laughs> like you're married? Like beans? No, no, no. <laughs> It's ridiculous. So, so how successful is he? Anyway, so how is T 
Cinderella because you have been dating it up a storm. Because you didn't go on any dates in January. No, I went on no dates. You weren't allowed to drink. And who wants to go on dates? Who wants to meet someone sober? No one. No, but I have kind of made up for it in February. Oh, in every in drinking, in dating, in yes. Yeah. Yeah, I may. I think we calculated. I said to the the guys earlier. Um. So I don't even know what date we're on. What date are we on? Uh, what date is it? Twenty fifth of <laughs> February. Okay. So in the since the third of February. So the last three weeks. I haven't. I've only had three nights when I haven't done anything. I've been out drinking every single night. Yeah. So it's been quite intense. It's time for an intervention. But the good the good news is. I've been on a couple of dates. Whoop whoop. And there's some guys that I like. Yay! <laughs> this has never happened in months. <laughs> you said guys. guys. Yeah, that's good. So, how many guys? So, currently there's three. Right. There's three that I really like. One in particular. So, bronze is. <clears throat> Can we do them in like. Bronze, oh my god, I can't name them. No, that's why we can okay. do bronze, okay, silver, so and bronze, gold. Okay, so bronze, silver, and gold. Okay, 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 yeah. we can do this. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, so bronze was basically someone that I went on a date with. Oh, wait, have you told them that you do this podcast? Uh, yes, but I don't think they listen. I don't think they know about it. Oh, <laughs> if you've told fun. them about it, then I've they told know them about, about it. it. That's fine. <laughs> like, well, this is a good heads up for them. Then, Yay! Oh, I love it. <laughs> Attention, bronze, you are coming up. Okay, so Bronze So, Bronze is... lives locally, and I went on a date with him. You can him. probably hear us now. Yeah. Well, not me. No, no, <laughs> You probably. No. We're going to have to get sign language for you later. <laughs> so, Bronze is super nice, and he's local. He likes all the stuff I like. You know, he's a really cool guy, but um, we haven't seen each other for a while, so that's kind of probably why he's Bronze. Right, okay. okay. Yeah. Silver was a guy I went on a date with a couple of weeks ago and we had such a fun time. I basically had come down, I'd been up north for the weekend to see all my family. Yeah. And I'd come down, gone on the date and it was one of those things where, oh, I'm really tired, I'm not really gonna, I'm just gonna have a couple of drinks and then go home. <laughs> you okay. That did not happen. We, we left the bar at 1am in Soho. <laughs> was this a weekend night? No, we? it was a Monday. Oh. It was a Monday. But you know what was so amazing? We went to this bar in Soho called the Ar- the Archer Street Bar, which I don't know if you guys know. Uh, no. It used to, used be, to be Man Barcode. Oh, Barcode. Oh, yes, I was Manhattan. Barcode. Yeah, okay, so it's Barcode. <laughs> it's a sign of the times where Maria's like, I don't know that straight bar. Used to be Barcode. Gay bar, yeah, <laughs> been there. Yeah. Lost my cash card there. <laughs> Probably. But that's the one where we used to go, Maria, and people used to stare at us. Like, all the rest of the gay bars were fine. This is the one like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, it was very man. It was very manly. Mm. Um, so anyway, we walked to this bar. We were literally, there was like two couples in there. It was us and another couple. Isn't that where people dance on the Yes, bar? yes. So yeah. it was, we had a DJ who was fabulous, and he was playing all these tunes from the 90s. It was great. But then there's, there's one of the bar staff just started singing. <laughs> she sang Alicia Keys' New York or whatever it's called. Oh, Empire State. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I gave her a 15 quid tip. What? <laughs> she was amazing. She was absolutely incredible. So anyway, so this guy, super cute. Just really nice. a high five. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no she, she, need, she needs to know how good she was. 
She needs to know, so... I think she knows now. <laughs> she knows now. But, yeah, so he's super nice. I really like him. He lives over in, like, Blackheath way, I think it is. <laughs> I think I mean... <laughs> it's going to get to the point where I'm going to have to, like, Okay, we're near, we're near the end of the you. podcast. We're doing okay, don't okay. we? Okay. So, um, but then Gold... Huh? We we have a... Yeah, there's a, there's a, a big interest in Gold. The what is... Let's get some basics on the gold. So, he's 41, I think. And Great age. Great yeah, age. He lives down south. Um, like, uh, I think it's Red Hill Way. Okay. Um, and he is just the nicest guy. We get on so well. He t- So, we went out for our first date. And we went to Rosita's in Clapham Junction, which is a oh. tapas bar, who mm. specialises in sherry. Maria, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I liked Maria sherry. Maria is no longer moving into Amsterdam. She's moving to Clapham Junction. <laughs> I, I can't mean to text you about this, because there's one person I think I would who would appreciate this, is Maria. I didn't think I liked sherry. I fucking love sherry. <laughs> they So basically, we had this amazing meal... And they brought out loads of testers and stuff, so you bet you got to try loads of tasters. So I had nine glasses of sherry. It was insane. It's quite we got nine yeah. glasses of sherry. We got quite drunk. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. But do you know what was so nice is that you know when you're when, I guess you guys have been blind dates as well. When you're sat wait or you're stood waiting to meet your date and you've never met them before, mm. you kind of like there's kind of a bit of a negative, pessimistic side to you. Going to be oh, you know here we go again. You know I'm probably going to be <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> And he walked up and I got butterflies in my stomach. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he was the perfect height. He was the, like, he just, his smile and everything. He's super cute. And we went for this meal and we were eating tapas and it was just really fun. And you know, when the conversation just doesn't end. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. It's so much fun. And he's such a nice guy. And so our second date, we went out and I was obviously hung over because I always you've been drinking every night yeah (laughs) so we went out for a really nice lunch together in the country and it was just the nicest like chilled he's just so lovely he's got so much to say do you know what he's so he used to DJ he used to DJ and he's well I like a man that knows his music he is so expertly into his music I am super in awe of his knowledge yeah, and he knows loads of really famous DJs and stuff. It's amazing. But do you know what? He has got an incredible intellectual side to him. And I just... You know when you want to sit and listen to yeah. someone? You want to sit oh, and listen yeah. to what they're saying. That's such a good sign. So, you know, I think when you're with someone, you want to learn off them. Yeah. You know, from your yeah. friends, from your from your yeah. partners. You want them to teach you stuff. And I could just sit and listen to him for hours. So, okay, so question that I know Paul asks a lot in his podcast, but who would play him in a film? Oh, God, I'm ridiculous with actors. Who do I know? Who would play him in oh a film? Oh, my God. <sighs> or show me a picture and I will tell you. Do you know, who's film. the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever it's called? Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. That's him. <laughs> my God, if he looks like Chris Pratt... <laughs> you should lock I'm, that down, like, now. I'm sorry, my boyfriend, but... He's, he's like Chris Pratt. He's oh, funny. Cute. He's cute. He's intelligent. Oh. Like he's a super cute guy. Chris Pratt. So, he's so hot. I yeah. need everybody, every listener, every person in the world to cross their fingers. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, Chris Pratt, <laughs> um, 
Good going. Yeah, good going. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Your goal. So, yeah. Go! We, we need to arrange our third date, but yeah. <laughs> well, maybe get your voice. And then call him. Get then, your yeah. voice, Harry. So, there you go. So, that's Tinderella for this this time. Yeah. Oh, well, oh we're nearly... We've gone past the hour. Well, we did last time as we well. We should hour. Um, I think we should just end... Okay. ...very quickly... Yeah. ...with the revelation... That I found out today, oh. and having known you for a very long time. Oh God, here we go. <sighs> Vix has never really seen Sex in the City. How is that even humanly possible? <laughs> like, I mean, what it's the everywhere. Fuck is wrong with you? All right, you two. Plus the memes and the quotes. I mean, you must have just. <laughs> okay, look, look, off I've off. seen the film. Does that qualify? No, it doesn't qualify because the film. No is crap. No, the film is look, awful. You don't even want to watch everything. It. It's like Indiana Jones Four. It didn't even happen. Listeners, I've never seen these two go so <laughs> We are going nuclear <laughs> on this. Everything I, I know about it. sex. Everything I know about sex is from Samantha Jones. <laughs> Everything. I think I could be Samantha Jones. You need to watch as a single as a single lady. You should literally book yeah, a weekend on, off. Well, you've told me about Samantha Jones. I think I could envy Samantha Jones. So. Yep, no, she would be your spirit animal. Honestly, oh, spirit animal. Sp- yeah, she seriously. is just fierce. If you she can is have so cool. Her face okay. On a ring, you should wear it yeah. full time. Where can I watch it then? I will. Well. Do you have a DVD player? <laughs> Do you have something called Antiquated? <laughs> because it's not on Netflix or anything. You have the box set. Do I have the box set? I have the most well-thumbed box set. <laughs> it's well, falling apart. Well-thumbed box set. Because I've watched it so many times. Okay. Okay, well, I, ha- I have a DVD player. Okay, fine. Right. I have I... Just, I've just finished The Good Wife, so I need something. So, okay, well, we'll this do this. Is, you know, I shall do this. It's going to change Okay. Your life. Yeah, me and my flatmate Andrew, I will make him watch it with me. Yes, and you should. Don't do the film. The film. I've done the film. It's kind of the first film is alright. The second film. Awful. Is a racist disaster. There's two films. There's two films, oh, and the there's going to be a third. There's going to be a third. Oh, film. lovely! Oh, Can't wait. So. Um, anyway, I just want to put that out there. Thanks for having it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So next week we can talk about your first, you know, <laughs> season. Yeah. Oh, yes. And it just get better as well because in the first season she's got like the most horrific hair, and but, but, but then as it goes season on, two, she discovers serum, and then it's all good. And yeah. We're, <laughs> like... yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, and then you the fashion done... gets better and better, and be- it, it's one of those rare things where it does get better. Better well, as it goes it's along. quick and it's smart and, it and it's finished, funny. It finished at the right time. I yeah. think they did six seasons. Yeah. And it was just... The last episode, I had a party with my friend Dan. And we got dressed up and <laughs> cried. You said tell me I cried and, too. No, we just did got really dressed, dressed up and we, we watched it. It was... It was a big deal on Channel 4. They did a documentary about the making of it and then they had like a huge hour-long episode. And it was huge. I mean, it was on the front cover of the Metro the morning after about what happened because it was a big... What is going to happen? Is she going to be with... Mm-mm, or is she going to be with... Mm-mm. I'm not going to ruin it for you because you haven't seen <laughs> one haven't single seen episode. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so let's clink to Sex and the City. Yeah. Yes. 
So good luck, Maria. Thank you. Good luck, Maria. We're so proud of you. We're so proud of you. We're going to miss you. He's come to Amsterdam. <laughs> right, WhatsApp's there for a reason. Oh, God. Two bowls in from Amsterdam. Oh! Yes. International. Yes. Yeah, I think it might be just Prosecco we'll be drinking, but Okay, oh, yeah. so thank you for listening. As always, spread the word. Follow us on Twitter at two bottles in underscore UK. Um, and by the next podcast, which we will do in a few weeks, uh, Vix will hopefully have a voice back. Have a voice back and yeah. not sound like Marge Simpson. <laughs> Marge Simpson. God. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much, as Philip says, and we'll speak to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.